I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Hello, I'm John Holmes. It's the The One Show show, the podcast that on a weekly basis takes The One Show for a walk in the forest without telling it that it won't be coming back. Joining me this week, Mark Haynes and John Ray. (laughs) The reason they were talking about items people have found during decluttering in their house was at the top of the show when Alex got very excited about a 25-year-old piece of wedding cake. I was hoping you'd mention this. Now, a few strange discoveries have no doubt been made, uh, like this from Sally and Ian in West Yorkshire. Now, they were in a clear-out. They found a tear of their wedding cake. How long have they been married, I hear you ask? Well... 25 years out. She got excited because not only was it snacking, also they famously contain a lot of booze, don't they? So this was mm. perfect for Alex. <laughs> they found a tear of the wedding cake. <laughs> it's one of the most mental things I've ever heard when she says to her... 25 years? You told me earlier that, that it keeps well, fruitcake. <laughs> she's like, yeah, I think that's right. I think, what the fuck are you talking about? Look, I'm not 100% sure. You can eat fruitcake much later, <laughs> uh, but don't take that as red. Not 25 <laughs> fucking years. <laughs> I'm not 100% certain, <laughs> but I think you can eat fruitcake for a long time. Really? As in, maybe not that long, but, you know, it does keep for a long time. Loads of people keep a tear of the wedding cake. <laughs> just throwing it out there. Go and just go and eat any old shit from the bins. Uh, found a harvested organ? Yeah, go and eat that. It doesn't fine. We found this scone from the Titanic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, my favourite bit in that little opening section was when they cut to Simon Calder, oh. uh, the, the travel expert. Yeah. Um, and he'd been obviously made to wear a pair of sunglasses <laughs> at the top of it to make it look like he was obviously going on holiday. OK, well, that's home covered. So what about going away? It's something a lot of us are desperate to do. But the question is, will we be able to get away this summer? Very soon, travel expert Simon Calder will answer your question. Come on, Simon, give us some good news. <laughs> and the effect of the, the brand of sunglasses they had on his head, he looked like a 1970s flasher. <laughs> it was absolutely <laughs> magical. He looked like that bit in Teen Wolf where he puts on sunglasses. <laughs> <laughs> There was there was also a weird vibe of weekend at Burns about it. <laughs> yes, because he was holding the passport as well. Yes, yeah. it was properly chilly. <laughs> but he came on, and, and, and sometimes 
the last thing they want you to do on the one show is to be good at presenting and sort of fun because that makes the hosts look bad. Yeah. And so he came in being very professional and the more he gave, the colder the two Alexes seemed to become to him. Mm. They, didn't, they didn't enjoy having him there at all. One thing they did enjoy was... Who, someone who now appears to be a one-show presenter all of a sudden. Uh, but first, given the glorious weather, we sent out the sunniest weatherman we know, Owen Wynne Evans, to ask the people of Manchester how their holiday plans have been affected. Tell me a bit about your... Oh, yeah. Yeah. Owen Wynne fucking Evans. <laughs> the drumming weatherman from, from Viral and also from the one show a couple of weeks later. And now he's a one-show presenter. They've sent him to a park in Manchester <laughs> and into the park went our drumming weatherman with his, yeah. uh, with his long microphone and, on a pole. Yeah. And, and 100% wasn't this absolutely fucking pointless. Mm. The sun is shining, the weather's good at the moment. Has it made you miss a holiday a bit less? It's nice that the sun is shining. Literally people just saying, well, I don't know if I'm going to go, but, I mean, you know, I don't think it's... I'd be a bit nervous again and again and again. The virus definitely isn't under control yet. Enough for me to want to go travelling. How would you feel about having to go into quarantine for, say, 14 days after you come back off a holiday? I don't think we would be looking to book a holiday while that restriction was still in place. It's been impossible. And I travel for work normally, so we couldn't... I couldn't do that. I mean, what did they, what did they expect to get out of that, yeah. that VT? Yeah. What did they? What what entertainment or information are you going to get from a load of people who don't understand lockdown, who are in a park talking about holidays? What did what did you expect? I wanted him to grab that topless middle-aged man (laughs) and drum on him. Why wouldn't he do that? (laughs) That's what I thought he was there to do. Would you be concerned? I've got reservations about. And <laughs> now Owen Wynne Evans has gone to a park in Manchester where he's uh, rapping out some beats on the naked torso of a middle-aged man. Yeah. <laughs> the, 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 the twist is, the man is going to be lured into a false sense of security by being asked about something boring. And then the drumming won't commence. <laughs> the, the people in the park, though, they're, they're overriding... Uh, feelings about going on holiday was that no, we're going to be too frightened to do it. Can't risk it. I'm scared of catching anything, even getting on a plane. They're sitting in a crowded fucking park. Yeah, yeah. And you would you would think that there had been someone on the one show who said, do you know what, this looks bad because too many people will say, what are all those people doing in the park? Mm. You know, uh, the, the reality is, I mean, it would be an attractive thing if you knew the one show were doing vox pops in your park. That is the sort of yeah. thing that people would go. We've got to go down the park. And, you know, hopefully that, 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 you know, if the illness does travel, it will go through the one shot. <laughs> Whoever came up with that VT. There was a strange <laughs> use of not the song Summer Holiday, but a slightly weird sound alike. Yeah, it was really loud as well. Horrible. Well, I can't understand it. As we know, the BBC have a blanket agreement to more or less use any song right in, mm. in, in, in for that they play they pay money for prs license yeah. so why yeah. were they using a sound alike of summer holiday when they could have just used summer holiday do you know why is it because they had to pay cliff richard a hell of a lot of money do you think they want to put any money in cliff richard's pocket? <laughs> do you think honestly do you think cliff richard would, wow. would like complain if they used summer holiday i'm sure it'll be that yeah. there'll be some weird bbc thing about you can never use Cliff Richard's music, and you've just stumbled on it. Whoa, I hadn't My thought... God. I mean, I knew about the Gary Glitter clause, but I wasn't aware of the... Uh... I tell you what, John, the other thing you, that you, you stumbled upon the other day was that bit 
when Richard Curtis was on. There's been a big article that's yes. come out uh, in the States about the, the chap who wrote the, the screenplay of the film that became Richard Curtis's Yesterday. Um, and he's been talking about the, the, the how you know he basically came out of it with nothing and watched his whole screenplay be reduced to a single line, uh, which was, oh, you know, I heard about the, the overall arching conceit and then I made my own film. Well, that was something we covered on, on the One One Show when Richard Curtis was on about three months ago. One of yeah. the episode titles is Don't Tell Richard Curtis Your Idea. All I'm saying is, you know, three months' time, there's going to be a big thing about the Cliff Richard clause. Yeah, we are so ahead of the curve on this. Um, this is this is why we're blackballed by mainstream media. That's right. Yes. This is why we can't climb into the charts. Just because Precisely of this. Why. <laughs> that and the 5G, obvs. <laughs> Did you know there was controversy with this episode? Was there? Yeah, I wanted to double-check Alex Scott was a footballer, right? So I yeah. put her name into Google, and the first results that came up was apparently loads of people complained because she was wearing a very short skirt. Rich, yes, she she did have her pins out. Mm. I, was it? I thought it was shorts. I, I thought it was footballing shorts. <laughs> <laughs> like a character in the Beano that if they're like a, a carpenter, even when they're playing on the football team, the carpenter still has his pencil behind his ear and his set square. All other bit of saw. The bit in airplane where Kareem Abdul-Jabbar suddenly keeps turning into a basketball player. The more you see him, <laughs> <laughs> ending up in full goggles and gear. Yeah, it's. Do you know what those complaints are really? Uh, I mean, I don't think anyone is upset about legs. It's that idea no. that they're maintaining standards for some imaginary, you know. This is it, isn't it? Lockdowns everyone made everyone into a member of the Stasi. Mm. You have to constantly report people for <laughs> infringements that you, you you believe are not just. And one of those would be showing off a young woman's delightful legs. Plus, they've all got the horn. They're all locked in. <laughs> yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Alex Scott's interview technique, I think on Thursday, you know, Alex Jones gave her a very, it's been great presenting with you and everything. But I, I started watching on the two shows we watched, Alex Scott, Basically, she doesn't sort of say now there's been a piece uh, in the papers where you've... She will ask, Every question is she just asks about something and tells the person she's never heard of it before. <laughs> so what the classic question uh, with this was um, they had Simon Calder on and she said to him, this was the question, can you explain the air bridge? Because I don't get it at all. But Simon, in the headlines, there's been talk about air bridges. Can yes. you explain to me what it's about? Because I haven't got a clue. OK, let's assume quarantine comes into effect um, at the start of June. That's going to affect absolutely everybody, by air, by rail, by sea. OK. And he said, yeah, sure, OK, so the air bridge is the thing. And they had another load of questions where she just basically has to say, what is this thing that I've been asked to ask you about? I do not know what it is. Really strange interview technique. Oh, it's refreshing. <laughs> Which the one show rarely is, so yeah. at least we got something out of it. Hello, I'm Justin. And I'm Lucy. And together we are the hosts of Plenty Questions. It's a very straightforward general knowledge quiz. We ask you 20 questions, one after the other, five second gap in between, and you shout the answers out. And then you tweet us to let us know how you've got on. See if you can get 20 out of 20. No one has so far, but that's because we haven't started doing it yet. Mm, but we will. Uh, and there's also going to be some fiendish brain teasers, so join us for Plenty, Plenty Questions. Questions. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. 
Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. The Ramadan yeah. film was, um, uh. was, was, was interesting. This was in Bristol, wasn't it? All across the UK, Muslims have been celebrating the holy month of Ramadan. Usually in Bristol, around the halfway point, there's a huge street party and feast known as the Grand Iftar. So once the sun sets, um, we have dinner together after a day of fasting. Thousands of people gathered together to share the meal. It's quite a good little thing because at the end of the day, it brings the culture into the people. Because we all together, we all won. Sadly, this year, it's had to be cancelled. So uh, a local cafe, uh, or certain members of the Muslim community, are taking food round hmm. to all the houses in this area of yeah. Bristol, which is a very nice yeah. community great. thing to do. Yeah. yeah, this grand iftar. And the nice thing about that was, I mean, it once again showed a load of hard-working, industrious Muslims doing something nice and a load of really lazy white... British people taking the food and going, oh, yum, yum. <laughs> I'm just going to go and do a conga. Yeah. yeah. What is it? Um, was a- I'll, eat, I'll eat it because it's free, but I'm not, I'm not going to say I like it. Now, this is the yeah. thing, right? The, the, the episode from Tuesday, we mentioned that was very Brexity. The mm. Thursday one was to anger Brexit people because you got bloody hetero weird sexuals and then you've got you you've got the Ramadan lot who are going to yeah. annoy you're going to annoy your Union Jack Avatar lot yeah, yeah. this is double you, piss I, boiling for them what I did enjoy <laughs> as well and exactly the way you're talking about Mark is the shots of the Muslim people really enjoying the food uh, and there, yeah. was, there were sort of lo- distant shots of, of them serving the food, leaving it on a doorstep, knocking on the door, stepping away, and various people picking it up. Now, they'd obviously done a lot of retakes for this, because the woman who was delivering the food was standing at the end of one particular front garden path. And we then saw a variety of people opening the door, but it was intercut with the woman standing in the same place. So it just looked like a load of different people <laughs> of different religions and, and ethnic uh, backgrounds that all lived in this same one house. About 30 <laughs> people seemed to live in this one house. Hi, that's the community of Tar. Thank you very much. OK. You're doing a great job. Thank you so much. It's nearly sundown, and so the neighbours are out on the street. <laughs> Yasmin, Ali and Iram break their fast in the traditional way by eating dates. And they're joined by their neighbours who've opened their iftar meals. I'm very happy you people are joining, joining us. Yeah. And it's really nice. Because we don't have our family with us, so yeah, it's, it's like neighbours of our, our family. 
and they're filming a sitcom in it right yeah. now. <laughs> and then, then the shot of the the uh, the, the Muslim a uh, Muslim woman eating the food out of what was essentially a Chinese takeaway plastic container, mm. um, but across from her, a family of white people had set up a full table in their front they had. yard mm. and were just eating food, but next to the wheelie bin. It's really nice. Yeah. Ramadan Mubarak. Ramadan Kareem. Mubarak. I mean, the wheelie bin was foreground in the shot. This stinking <laughs> hot day wheelie bin. It does. Well, it takes, away, it takes away the smell of your food, so we thought we'd sit by the bin. <laughs> No, I tell you what, though. I mean, when you see little videos like this, it does make Christianity look like a big pile of shit, doesn't it? <laughs> because, you know, when have the Church of England ever given you a delicious meal? They've got loads, but they put them in the Tower of London. That's Locked the problem. Locked all up under lock and key. Lock and key. Get free the Church of England curries. Vesta vestments, yes. <laughs> but, you know, seriously, it was nice seeing this and also with the, the virtual dating thing. It was just nice, like you say. It was all unsaid, it was all unspoken and it was just, this is yeah. our society and what I like more about it is I can, you can just feel the fume boiling out of this yeah. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. I, th- I thought, you know, this. I, I, I really, really liked this little clip because as you say you know it not only did i go that is a really nice generous thing to do not only did i go what a nice way to celebrate your faith i also thought there's going to be loads of big fat racist (laughs) men with veins popping in their heads you got to come around here you know i do you know i do hopefully you'd have a heart attack and die Um, (laughs) They they had a, an interview with a guy who does a show called House Through Time, uh. which I think is on BBC Two, is it? So the third series of A House Through Time, um, it's a wonderful series, and for people who maybe haven't seen it, it's kind of like, who do you think you are for a house, isn't it? It, it was just one of those perfect bookings where this show was too highbrow mm. for the one show. So he would sort of say, we're doing the history of this house in Bristol, and it really is a most remarkable house. And Alex sort of went, tell us a bit about it. And he'd go, well, I mean, certainly over the years, it's been rumoured to be, um, you know, uh, Blackbeard, uh, Blackbeard's house. You know, who knows? Who knows? And it's a slightly legendary house in Bristol. Without giving too much away, the urban myth here in Bristol is that it was the house of Blackbeard the pirate. And she'd go... Can you tell us a bit more about it? Can you give us a tiny little taste? And they have no (laughs) grip on what this show was other than to just go I've got another minute tell us more about it well she did say it's basically who do you think you are but for houses is that right yeah. Yeah. could we, could we like, yeah. bring it down to what our audience will understand yeah yeah yeah, yeah. 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 And, it, and then Alex Scott came in with an absolutely perfect deconstructing TV thing so just as she's sort of done that thing where she goes my questions are I've been informed about this I don't know what it is answer this bit she said to him she said david people are missing football you actually have a football story for us no, david actually talking about history you grew up in gateshead and for everyone at the moment at home they're missing football you actually have a football story for us <laughs> and he went yeah okay um so uh, i went to school with paul gascoigne <laughs> oh oh <laughs> That is good. Uh, and he said, yeah, but I mean, you know, uh, we just, he was very good to my sister and I. He was a charming young man, really, really nice. And she went, oh, did you have a kick about with him? I haven't got very strong memories of him. So did I you have a kick around with Gaza? <laughs> and he said, 
No, no, but he was, he was very nice to us. Like that. <laughs> Thank and you. Can, you. You can see, <laughs> and you can see the clock, because they sandwiched this in in the last two minutes of the programme as well. If you, it, you know, after their, their Ramadan film and all that, they, they were right on the clock. So it was a case of, we've got to promote this, we've got to get it in, yeah. spend a little bit on the house, but get onto the football anecdote, and then really it's the end of the programme, you haven't got to worry anymore. And you could, sort, you could see its structure going through yeah so what's really interesting is as john points out this actually is a very very transgressive episode for the one show mm. where there are people of different sexualities you have a whole thing about ramadan you have the host of house through time on bbc2 it seems a little bit like someone has come off bbc4 and they've taken over one day of the one show <laughs> And this is their first, and let me tell you, it will be their fucking last <laughs> show. Def- definitely. So one of the things that, that I really like the most, I don't know if you saw it, it wasn't the show we watched, but they had a little card came up at the end for the uh, My Family, uh, the sitcom, the, the cast reunion. <sighs> and they had Robert Lindsay, uh, Chris Marshall, and uh, Zoe Wanamaker all together. And it was so weird to see three people who dedicated so many years to just sort of making you laugh that I had no warm feeling towards them or the show whatsoever. (laughs) And underneath they'd written See You Tomorrow in something a bit approximate to Comic Sans. And I I looked here and I thought, I don't think I've seen a single still image on television that has made me hate things more than the picture of the three of them Comic Sans and the one show telling me it'll be back uh, I, I, I noticed something you know sometimes you like to find things that they've let slip or they've said that you didn't previously know it was when Alex said to her oh we talked about this earlier when we were rehearsing yeah yes I thought that yes, was interesting you did pick up on that that yeah. was Bo- Bonnie Tyler that's yeah. right you told me that while we were rehearsing yes Oh, with Bonnie Tyler. I yeah. thought it Alex Scott because no, they yeah. definitely mentioned you were telling me off air that you did a thing. Everyone's got a bit too casual yeah. about when the show starts, haven't they? Mm. Bonnie Tyler had to rehearse as well. But Bonnie, yeah. why were they rehearsing? I get that the crew would technically set up the guests to make sure it was all working, but I, don't, I wouldn't know why the presenters were, had to rehearse an interview. I mean, what are they doing? And, and the thing that we saw, that was, that was, that had been rehearsed. Yeah, that was after the final dress and everything. Why can't they give the money from this charity to that charity? Thank God we rehearsed. Would have been right shit otherwise. Why can't they get some of the NHS money that's been, um, you know, done, like 33 million that, that wonderful man, Tom, the mm. colonel, did. Won't you have any of that? <laughs> oh, total big shit from my ass! Total big shit from my ass! <laughs> Hello, I am Alex Scott and I do not understand this reference. What is the reference, please? <laughs> and there we will bring this week's The The One Show show to a close. If you'd like to get in touch with your drawings or pictures of what you're up to, then please don't, as we're not the actual One Show, and with the best will in the world, we couldn't give a fuck. Please remember that we are not The One Show. And while you're remembering to do that, also remember this and remember it well. When you look at the television to look at the one show, the one show, still from the length of a bed, two benches, three fridges, four chairs or a couple of green sofas away, also looks back into you. Goodbye.
I'm Tilly Steele. And I'm Helen Monk. And this is Bitchin'. I'm dyslexic. Yeah, why do you read the Wikipedia page? <laughs> it's good to practice. Yeah. A podcast where every week we talk about a different person. So how old was he when he first popped on the scene? That's a great If question. you say he was my age, I'm gonna <laughs> fucking die. And we veer wildly off track. Pop that Prosec. <laughs> Available on all your podcast apps. That's not my. Can you not say uh in the advert? (laughs) Available on all your podcast platforms. Just search Bitchin or Great Big Owl. We'll see you there. That was all right. (laughs) Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.